This sounds like the uh, Here we go. song they play between commercials of Saved by the Bell. <laughs> the Cure? You know when they're coming in, they're showing the school from the outside? Like the segues? Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the Gentleman's Dojo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. To, what was that? I'm just feeling good today. Oh, okay. So we're feeling good. It's a beautiful day in Southern California. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, to my left, hailing from Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. This city where really nothing exists anymore, but I still love it. 162 lean, mean pounds. Get the fuck out. You are definitely pushing two. <laughs> you are definitely over under 200. What do you think? I think 202. Mm, that's probably close. <laughs> what yeah, are yeah, you? Yeah. Maybe maybe around that. What yeah, are yeah. you? I think the lowest I was recently within the last year or two was one. 80? So I, I could I could drop a few. Listen. A few? Listen. Listen. A few? How much do you weigh? I, I told you. I think around 201.99. 202. <laughs> I'm pretty on the mark then. It doesn't help uh, having a cupcake pizza-a-thon Monday night. So that, uh, that, that, that's got to that's gotta hurt a little bit. Well, my name is Steve Byrne. I yeah, am yeah, from yeah. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You just got also back known from, as the City of Champions. You just got back from Aspen, correct? I did just get back from yeah. uh, Aspen. Did I tweet Aspen. you at all when you were I in did. Aspen? Yeah, you. Of oh. course you did. You oh, okay. Always. What were, tweet were, me what were some of the things okay, I wrote? wrote? I always, I always like to support you. I always like to tell people to come out and see you. Be very supportive of you, even though I wasn't there. I, I saw that the plane ticket was like eight hundred dollars, and I was like, now I'm going to take a loss of twelve hundred. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a cute way of taking a dig at me. Okay, let's find what Gary tweets. Gary tweeted me while I was in Aspen. Let's yeah, find it. I got it. Here we go. Attention, Aspen. Looking for some generic comedy at 8,000 feet? Then see Steve Byrne and Gareth Reynolds Saturday. And as always, no charge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I took a picture of me right. in Aspen, and then you commented, Town looks dead. Should be a great night for comedy. <laughs> You're my friend, right? I mean, are you my friend? And then, no. And I'm not working with you this week. And then I also wrote, uh, our company would like to book you for a party. We have a limited budget. Would you take a Coinstar receipt as form of payment? And you oh, texted course. me offline. You said, get me in touch with these people. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Good God. You are definitely interested. You're a horrible person. So well, today, uh, yes. joining us, we have great friend, amazing talent, beautiful young lady, yep. Nassim Pedrad. Uh You may know her from... SNL. Currently, she's on Scream Queens. She was on uh, Mulaney, John Mulaney's sure. sitcom that was on Fox for, I think, 13 episodes. We can ask her about all that, but ask her definitely about, I mean, SNL. SNL, just as a comic, even when you're starting off, you just, that's something every comic, I think, entertains the thought of. Sure. But then you realize how difficult and obviously from your end, how talented you have to be to <laughs> be on that show. And you just thought, never. I could do the warm up on it. Oh, God. The they don't have a warm-up there. <laughs> they don't. No. no, you know, they have cast members come out. Oh, they do? And they the the episode I went to, my, like Michael Che came out and did some stuff with Bobby Moynihan, and then the band plays the whole time, and they goof off and talk to the crowd, and then they get into it. So Yeah, J.B. Smooth did it for a little while, too. Remember J.B. Smooth? Yeah, he, he did, did it. SNL? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think he was a cast member for a little bit. Cause he, he explained the story about how he did warm-up on it, and kind of jump-started him to some other stuff. Wow. I might be the only warm-up guy that hasn't... Well, I, I've, I've gotten those offers. I just choose to stay where I am. Right, of course. I, I know my strength. I know my core. Jesus. It's Who's your favorite SNL cast member? Ooh, 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 ooh. That's a... Ooh, ooh. That's a tough one. I got to... Maybe uh, Chris Farley is up there. 
Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think you got to break it down by season, though, right? I mean, there's so many great seasons with different cast members. It's I weird because when you talk to people, it, it depends on their generation. Yeah. You know, because um, I grew Eddie up. Eddie Murphy, obviously. I mean, you know, it's like. How do yeah, you I think when I was like, I mean, I always loved Phil Hartman and Dana Carvey. Yeah. And then Farley. And, you know, and if I was a little older, I'd probably say Martin Short. And if I was a little younger, I'd say Will Ferrell. But I grew up in that nook where Dana Carvey was just, he was in everything. Yeah. He was in every sketch. And anytime he appeared, you're just like, here we go. Norm MacDonald? Oh, the yeah. best. Probably one of the best update anchors. Yeah, he was great. And now your buddy's doing it. So that's got to be a lot of pressure on Colin. Your buddy's Colin Jost. And there's got to be a lot of pressure because obviously- no, 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 I'm being serious. What? No, no, <laughs> because I'm, I'm saying that, that that anchor job has always been a springboard for other things. I mean, obviously Seth Meyers is yeah. doing, you know, Tina Fey. Um, I mean, is he does he think about that or does he or is he just concerned about the I'm not job? him. So I, I I don't know, Gary. Hmm. That's a question you'd have to ask him. You we you and I should do improv together because that's a great response. No and <laughs> We're a team, right? You should have been like, yes. Did I, you uh... did you ever, as a comic, ever think you would audition for SNL at some no, point? No, no. My my focus was getting on the real world. world. I wanted to get on the real world because I wanted to bang some of the girls in the house. Are you I, serious? I did a what real was world your, audition. Honestly, what was your role? What what was a dream gig for you when you're starting off as a stand-up? What did you think? Oh, that's d for me. You mean getting on a show? Any uh, show. Well, what, I mean, what is honestly, a show you wanted to get on? Probably probably one of those MTV reality road rules or the, no, the show the country. where you need no talent. No talent. No. And you have to be at least average looking. Uh, well, some of them were better. I mean, So you're going 0 for 2. <laughs> that I couldn't get on? <sighs> and I couldn't drive to Winnebago because of my eye condition. <laughs> <laughs> so I always have to tell Where's somebody Where's Gary? Else. Well, he's not driving again. <laughs> What's he doing? He's jerking off in the back as always. So... Honestly, what was there a show or was there a dream that you had as you're starting off as a stand? But did did you really it dream wasn't, of doing something? It wasn't Saturday Night Live. I know that. There did you have a goal? Jesus uh, Christ! Uh, let's see. Um, hmm. I don't. Uh, Fuck your goal, guys. Right. Here we go. Good let's improv welcome player. Welcome to the show. Do, <laughs> do you want to do you want to welcome her? Uh, I, I've never met her actually. Oh, okay. I uh, know. First time. Well, first time. Okay. Uh, welcome to the show, Miss Nassim Pedrad. Nassim, thank you so much for calling in. You're so welcome. Hi, guys. Hi, Nassim. To my left, this is Gary Cannon. He's our co-host. Uh, he does the yep. warm-up on Conan. He does warm-up on Dr. Ken. He did warm-up on Sullivan's Son. And basically, he just trashed me the whole time. But thank you so much for... So I did two <laughs> two out of three comedies. Gary. Third one, not Jesus so much. Nice Christ. to meet you. Nice to meet you. You are the worst. Um, so, we, I, you know, everybody knows you from SNL and Mulaney and Scream Queens. But I got to ask you, as... As someone who had, who has a mother that came over from Korea, you obviously came over from Iran with your parents. Did your parents ever put pressure on you, or have they always been supportive of your pursuit in show business, in acting, in being on stage as two people that immigrated here to the United States? Do you ever feel pressure, or were they always just on board? I mean, I honestly can say they were always super supportive, but I can't even imagine how terrified they must have been <laughs> underneath all that. Like, to immigrate to this country, just give up, like, so much to give your kids this better life and then 
both kids come to you and they're like, I want to pursue improv. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even imagine how terrified they must have been. But they were really cool about keeping that to themselves. I mean, the most they pressured me was to be like, what about now getting your master's in theater? Um, Because they were like, well, we could always like teach, but I didn't want to be in, I didn't want to be that kind of student loan debt. So I, I said no. um, And they were like, all right. Well, I got to ask you, what uh, what are the under because I think before we had we talked just personally, but there's some pretty heavy circumstances under which they they moved here, right? Yeah, it was uh, it was crazy. I mean, they met here. uh, They they were studying abroad. My dad was at UC Berkeley. They were um, kind of just planning on going to college in the states and then moving back to Iran. And then the revolution there happened in '79. So in '81, they went back to like sell their house and like get rid of everything and come back out here. And and my mom had me during that in in 81 and it was like post-revolution Iran. It was also like in the middle of the Iran Iraq war. Um, The day she was like uh, in labor with me, all her siblings were like, it was chaos. Everyone was like, you know, there's a lot going on. Um, And People were like in prison. It was just a very tumultuous, crazy time. But they were able to sort of wrap their lives up there. And then um, my dad came to the States. My mom and I couldn't come right away. We had to go to like Germany for a year. Um, Wow. And then we ended up, I met my dad at LAX when I was three, I think. Wow. And and, and out of all that heartache and, and duress, as you mentioned, do your parents ever, you know, do they ever talk about the fact that, wow, you, not only you, but also your your sister, your younger sister, are involved in comedy? So has it been in some form or some way cathartic for them to see, you know, look what we moved out of and now look at what our daughters are out there on the airwaves and on our television sets providing comedy for everybody? Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're so like bewildered by it still, I think. Um, (laughs) But they love it. I mean, my dad, especially like once I started doing SNL, because they're immigrants, so they don't like, I grew up a lot of times feeling like, you know, it was harder to, I didn't have like all the pop culture references that my friends had. My parents just didn't grow up here. So um, I was really like, insecure about that as a kid just wanting to like a Bruce concert and I'm like you're ruining my life because you don't know about like these very American things but you know because as a kid you just want to fit in but now I'm old enough to just appreciate how hilarious they are in their in their foreignness but um but yeah like they when I got SNL watching a show every Saturday that was like covering everything topical and pop culture related and and relevant and so to have my like middle-aged Iranian father go from having no awareness of that stuff to having I would say too much awareness like to the point where at some point like I, I, I remember I was just like shopping one day and he called me he's like hey guess what today is it's Adam Levine's birthday uh, <laughs> why are you telling me that it's terrifying <laughs> would they come um, to the tapings would they come see you live when you did it in New York yeah they came at least once or twice a year yeah they live in California so they would fly out every season and was that a big um, thing for them to see I mean because that's you know chaos there with 
all the guests yeah. and the bands and stuff like that. So that would be a very cool thing to – I mean, Steve did Sullivan and Son for three years, and his parents never once came would to see the show. Would you shut the fuck up? So that's pretty cool <laughs> that, that they – That is untrue, and you are the worst oh. human being I've oh. ever met in my life. God they were not proud of you. <laughs> fuck off. Oh. family proud of her. Yeah. They, they were not proud of you. Yeah, they, they were not proud of you. Yeah, they, they, no. they, they had a timeshare in Europe for the six months that we were filming. <laughs> fuck off, Gary. So, Nassim, <laughs> so, so you move here, you're doing great, and then you go to UCLA. There are you – is that when you're – you know, you study theater – is that when you started getting involved in comedy or thinking of improv and sketch? Yeah, I mean, in high school, I I did everything, you know, that is offered to at the high school level, which is just like an improv team and drama club and doing like the comedies um, and, you know, like within the theater program. But then I, I was like, well, I'm going to audition for the theater program at UCLA if for some reason I get in to try to at least ride that out and see see if I could even like humor the possibility of having a career or attempting to have a career in it so at UCLA that's kind of where and I was doing like dramatic stuff and act, acting program as well but that's when I started to kind of write more and, right. um, I was writing comedy and I started taking classes at the groundlings and um, what I loved about doing that and, and writing was that it was just like, especially at UCLA, I mean, I, I went to school with so many great actors and actresses and even after I graduated, I just started to feel really terrified at the notion of just like having my entire career be hinged on the possibility of an audition right. that I'm then going up against a million other girls for, you know, so writing was a way of me like having a little of control. Nassim, um, can you explain to Gary what writing is? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. So, <laughs> you like, have an idea. Um, Next. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just started writing comedy so that I could then perform it and not be waiting around for, like, you know, these opportunities to come by. Um, because, I but, but, but that part is. them myself. That parlays into the next thing I was going to ask you is that you wrote your own one-woman show, Me, Myself, and Iran. Was that the first kind of tentpole for you that kind of jump-started things, would you say? That was my big, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the, that's one of the biggest, like, shift in my career took place. Because up until then, I had been doing, you know, UCB and Groundlings, which were great. And in between, you know, some of those, in between the levels there, sometimes you have to, like, wait a year because there's, like, a wait list to get to the next level. Mm -hmm. Um, and during that time, I was just like in an effort to not lose my mind. I was like, I have to keep performing. I have to just keep performing. So I, um, I wrote that one woman show as a submission to the, uh, it was like the year after a the Aspen comedy festival ended. Right. So it was like the HBO comedy festival in Vegas. And they, um, you know, they take submissions in different categories. And one of the categories was like, a 30 minute one person show. So I use that as sort of a deadline for myself. And I wrote just, I wrote, you know, that show submitted it. It got in once I went there, that's kind of what gave me the exposure I was hoping for. I got an agent out of that. And then that agent I'm still with to this day. Oh, and, wow. um, and he was like, from that show, he was like, we got to get you seen. Um, so I think he, 
he told Tina Fey about my show. She saw it and then recommended me uh, to Lord Michaels for SNL. Oh, wow. And that's when the process began of getting my first of two auditions. And they flew out to the ground lanes and saw me and then, yeah. Could you explain to Steve what an agent is? Okay, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Chuck Jesus one up for the Christ. good guy. We just ways. moved here from Wichita. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nassim, I got to ask you, what is it? What is it like getting? Do you remember the exact moment where you were, what you were doing when you got the call that you got SNL? Oh, that I actually got it. Yeah, I was. Well, I had just auditioned for the second time. Um, so by then I was just like, whatever happens, happens. A lot of times, a lot of people audition two or three times. And, and this year it happened to be in the same summer. So I did my first audition and I was like, okay, well, if they have us audition again, it won't be till next summer. And then they were like, actually, you're coming back in two weeks and we want all new material. So I did wow. that. And then I like landed in LA from that. And they were like, you're turning right back around. You're going to go meet with Lorne. Oh. Um, and you have this like one-on-one -on -one meeting where I think the point of it is just for him to kind of make sure you're not crazy. Um, and he didn't tell me. I didn't know still that I had gotten it. Um, he knew, but he didn't say in the meeting. And then I left and I was like wandering around Midtown. My phone died. So I went into like a singular wireless store to charge it. <laughs> singular and I was wireless. Just, like, fully just trolling at the singular wireless door, like sitting on the floor waiting for my phone to turn on. And then when it turned on, I got like a million phone calls and voicemails. And then, um, yeah. How crazy is it that you're, you're celebrating you with it. the staff of the singular wireless <laughs> crew while your yeah. phone is plugged in behind they the front no desk? It's like, guys, on. you'll never believe this. What? <laughs> what oh you, what God, did you do so for funny. your, your two auditions? Like what were the, what were the audition? What, what did you do? I mean, all they tell you is you have five minutes. So everybody's audition is different. Um, I've never actually went, I've never gone back and looked at mine. They're on the server in the offices at SNL. I'd be way too mortified to, but it was, for me, I was like, my best bet is going to be like just showing, you know, some versatility. So I did like characters from, I did like a few celebrity impressions and then just characters from the groundlings that I had developed. Um, and then I kind of like, I was told we would only be auditioning once per summer, you know, so it kind of blew my wad on the first audition. And <laughs> right. then they called back and they're like, you need all new material. I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? Sure. Oh, um, so I was like, literally like Googling actresses on the flight of <laughs> writing part of my audition. Um, just like on the flight over and in the hotel room. Um, but I ended up doing like, not as mainstream. I did like, I remember I did like, in my second audition, I did like Charlene Yee. Oh, that, wow. Like, girl from Knocked Up. Yeah. And like Dora the Explorer. Real like outside <laughs> the box. Well, I got to say my favorite impression. I hope you don't mind. We're going to just play a, a brief clip and then I'll ask you this about this real quick. And then we're going to wrap this up because I know you got to do something, but I'm just going to play this really quick. Tons okay. of jackets all over the store. Oh, <laughs> so Nassim Aziz Ansari that impression I remember the first time sitting on my couch watching that 
just dying. I mean, you nailed that impression. And I got to ask you, did did he, was he cool with it or was, because I know he'd (laughs) come to those after parties and stuff. And and is that something too, where you do an impression and you meet the person afterwards? Is there ever static? Oh yeah. It's, you, it's, First of all, like I tried so hard getting that piece. They kept cutting, they cut that at dress rehearsal. I don't know if it's because I was so jarringly resembled him or like what it was. But everyone was like, this, we don't know what to do with this. That's why I ended up like showing a clip of it on Conan. Then we re- released it on Funny or Die later. But that oh. got, that, that's like perfect example of like, you do so much stuff that doesn't even like, you know, make it to the actual show that everyone's watching. Um, right. That one got cut at dress, but he, I did, I, I ran into him one year at the White House Correspondence Dinner right after I'd filmed that. And I was like, Aziz, look, it's Aziz. <laughs> and it was, I just showed him a, a picture and he was so cool about it, but oh, I nice. could tell mortified at the same time. <laughs> right. um, I really look like him. It's incredible. Well, <laughs> that's for the first um, time I'm like, I would actually sleep with Aziz now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nassim, we got to ask you to wrap this up because I know you got to do something. We're going to see how how good Wikipedia knows Nassim Pedrad. So here's the first question I want to ask you. According to Wikipedia, what is your first television role? Ooh, uh, ER? Wrong. Gilmore Girls. Maybe I'm wrong. I have a bad memory. Oh, was Gilmore Girls before ER? Yeah. That's a blur. Okay. Maybe that was... Maybe I'm wrong on that. You are definitely. ER was first. You could be right, but you could be wrong. Steve, According you'd be to Wikipedia, we'll, this game. we'll never know. <laughs> Steve, you um, nailed this game because you don't have that much background. Would you shut the fuck? Sorry. Here's our second <laughs> question of three. What is your first film role? According to Wikipedia, I'll give you a hint. Um, it sounds like is something. It, an animated? it sounds like something you'd see on Cinemax. <laughs> um. Oh my God, I'm really eating it. I don't remember. Um, so probably, it sounds like Cinemax, probably not Despicable Me. No. <laughs> um, it would be cool, cool, cool. 73 Virgins. Oh my God, that is considered a movie that happened? Awesome. Yes, <laughs> this is the last question. That is a deep cut, yeah. Um, hit the mark as best as you can. According to Wikipedia... How many impressions did you do on SNL? I have the number. You let me know what you think the number would be. I literally have no idea. Um, Is the number 25? Whoa, pretty close. A little over, 28. 28 impressions, according to Wikipedia. (laughs) And what's the impression you get? This isn't on Wikipedia, but what what is the impression you get asked to do most when somebody runs into you? Hey, do this one. Usually, it's usually split between Ariana Huffington and Kim Kardashian. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Well, Nassim, very two very different people. <laughs> we we know you got it. We, we know you got a tight schedule. We cannot thank you enough for oh, spending you guys time are with the us. Best. This was so fun. You are literally one of my favorite human beings in the world. I love you and continued I feel success to you. About you. Thank you so much. I hope you guys work out all your issues. <laughs> we won't. All right. Nassim Pedrad, everybody. Thank you so Thanks, much, Nassim. Nassim. We love you. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. Take care. That was awesome. And by the way, I could have asked her a thousand more questions, but, you know, we do have a time crunch. And uh, Does she do a lot of stand-up at the comedy store? She does not do stand-up. She's no. sketch, improv, and just one of the best. And... 
I did want to ask her about the transition from leaving SNL to go to Mulaney. And then I think anytime you take that gamble, it's like, well, the show, you know, and look, at the time, Mulaney was like. It's going to be the hit show. It's going to be the hit show. It's the new Seinfeld. And so I think you're thinking, wow, this is a given. Lauren's producing it. It's on Fox. They're really getting behind it. And. You know, it lasted 13 episodes, which yeah, is yeah, a shame yeah. because I, I watched the first few episodes. I really did. I, I thought I thought the show was really funny. I, I really enjoyed the heck out of it. And I'm a big fan of John Mulaney's as a stand-up as well, too. So I know that uh, he's got a new special out now, The Comeback Kid, which is awesome. That is on Netflix. I got to say this. After spending the weekend, I went to Netflix and watched a bunch of different stand-up specials to just see the intros, watch some of them. I saw Tom Segura's uh, special, Mostly mm-hmm. Stories. I don't know if you've seen this. His cold open is literally one of the funniest cold really? opens I've seen. And I just worked with Gareth Reynolds and Aspa. I go, dude, you got to see this. So we played it, and Gareth watched it the next morning again. Uh, he And he, it, we would go to breakfast. He's like, dude, I just watched that. It, it, it's fucking funny. So if you get a chance, well, he's, check he's it out. Well, he's up. I mean, I know that he did a couple of shows locally mm-hmm. here in Burbank at a club, and I think a lot of them were sold out. I mean, he really has a, a great little following. He goes on the road, and I know some of the guys that opened for him and say he's just a good dude, and he just had a baby with his wife who – Yeah, and they, have a, they have a very popular podcast right now as well. And we've got to mention that our good friend Ari Shafir is returning yeah. to Comedy Central with, I think, uh, this is the second season? Is it the second season? For third? Third season of uh, This Is Not Happening, where he gets a bunch of great comics to tell some really embarrassing stories. Yeah, Al Madrigal's going to be on uh, Al's on this first season. Yeah, Steve, yeah. Our great friend Steve Simone from Good Times, that yeah. podcast, he's on it this season. So definitely check that out. Tuesday nights, I think it's at 10 o'clock. Is that right? No, it's 12.30 a.m. 12.30 a.m., sorry. 12.30 a.m., Tuesday, so technically Wednesday, I guess, but set the DVR if you're going to be asleep. But Ari's a great guy. Uh, great podcast. Do you, it, it's about that time. You want to let the folks know? Uh, I was going to ask you what, what TV shows you got coming up. Anything? I just wanted to know. We're talking about TV oh, shows. This was such a fun... Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just... I'm, I guess I'm the asshole All right, what, again. What's your... Go ahead. Since Mulaney got canceled, maybe TBS will pick it up. All righty. Here we go. Let's see. You are the fucking um, <laughs> What is it? Go. Oh, this is great, by the way. You and I travel a lot, right? We talked about our hotel scams. By the way, uh, my mom used one of the little tidbits that we gave out last sure. week. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. She got a uh, free adult video in the room. She was able to work <laughs> the system. Disgusting. Go on. What is it? Video. Uh, we are giving away. Oh, this is going to be great for all of our travelers out there. Airbnb has just uh, teamed with us. They love our show. We just got a call from corporate up in uh, Mountain View, California, which is where they're located. And uh, the fine folks of Airbnb, they said to us, you stay in condos a lot. They said, hey, we want to give away a little gift certificate for people who want to sure, travel let's from go coast on. to Come coast. Yeah. So uh, let's do uh, $350 Boom. from the fine folks of Airbnb. Now, oh. 350 that you know you could stay a month in Omaha or mm-hmm. one night in New York City. It's up to you how you choose <laughs> to use the Airbnb coupon. But we'll do the 19th caller. With the phrase that pays. And wow. For, uh, I love it. For Airbnb. It was great. Unbelievable. You... Yeah. Well. We'd like to thank Nassim. Gotta thank Nassim. Scream Queens. Scream Queens on Fox. She's, I think she's working on something. I don't know if I can mention, but, but anyways, that girl's, she's been working nonstop for years. So, uh, be on the lookout for her. You can follow her on Twitter, I believe. Sure. Uh, yeah. and where do they follow you, find you? Did you pump up the music just so it wouldn't hear me? No. Where oh, do they find Canon you? Oh, Comedy. You know that. <laughs> yeah. I know it. 
uh, at Cannon Comedy, at Steve Byrne Live. Guys, we do want to talk to you about your job. So yes. hit us up on Twitter, at Cannon Comedy, at Steve Byrne Live. We want to talk to you about your occupation. We're still going to do our thing with our comedians, our friends that we love. Yes. But we do want to make that a part of the show as well. If you have kind of a, a crazy, goofy gig, if you want to talk about it, whatnot, we would love to absolutely discuss it with you. And you can remain anonymous, which would exactly. basically be what we call Steve's career. Anonymous. Anonymous. 